0: We are in the peak of the fall season. We're starting to witness a bit of coolness in the air during the morning hours and the sound of the leaves crunching beneath our feet. And the towns are being lit with these beautiful pumpkin patches. And gorgeous foliage seems to bring us in awe during this season. These are all reminders for us to embrace change. Now, part of the package is it does get a bit dark earlier and we become prone to catching colds or even the seasonal flu. But this is all for us to adapt to the season so we can build resilience. Challengers, welcome back to Challenge Me For You. I'm Nausea and this is Season 6, Episode 4. Before I start talking more about change, I really wanted to do a quick check-in. Last weekend, I had an amazing time with one of my friends. Her daughter and her husband and I, we went to a small town called Williston, And they had this annual fall festival there at Red, White, and Blue Farms. And it was beautifully decorated. There was a pumpkin patch, of course, a corn maze, gemstone mining, sunflower picking, all sorts of really neat activities such as pumpkin painting. Every season, this farm has some sort of festival. When the seasons change, uh, we have the blueberry picking season, strawberry picking, sunflowers are all year round, which was amazing. I got to do a little photo shoot there as well. So we just went to experience the fun and the joy of witnessing seasonal change. And fall is a wonderful season, in my opinion. Again, it does get a bit darker earlier. There are some downsides to it, but also it's the preparation to begin another year. As we reflect back from all the seasons we experienced, so spring, summer, fall is just right in between for us to get prepared for the winter and then moving onward into a new year. But before I start talking about New Year, we've got some ways away for that. Let's talk about how do we embrace these changes. Because some of these changes can be pleasant, while some of them can make us uncomfortable or even challenge us. So how do we adapt to changes, especially to the ones that we may sense that we don't have control, or are not comfortable with? We witness clearly from this pandemic, ranging from politics, wearing these masks, and receiving vaccines, we constantly witness apprehension and tensions with changes. Perhaps some of these changes challenge our values and may make us feel very uncomfortable. And this is true for myself as well. At certain times, I'm not comfortable with certain changes. Maybe some of these changes may remind me of my childhood. For example, during my elementary school years, My parents moved quite often, and every year I was introduced to a new school with new teachers, new children. And by the time I adapted, I discovered I was moving to another place. And this was mainly because my dad's job kept changing. So it's not necessarily their fault, it was just the situation. So my coping strategies for that, because I was a lot younger, I didn't know much about self-care, was to become almost (laughs) antisocial. So I didn't talk to many folks or make new friends, because I knew I was going to move. So I became the quiet one. And so we start adapting to our environments or situations. So, dear challengers, let's think about how have we adapted? Did we welcome or resist change? And what can we do when we encounter unpleasant or unexpected changes to build resilience? And just as the seasons, they are great reminders that we can learn to embrace changes when we are not feeling comfortable, or whether we accept it or like it, we all are designed to endure change by becoming resilient. So to reference today's topic, I'm going to use Psychology Today's article. It's an article written by Dr. Ron Brazell. He writes about how to adapt to change. And he definitely puts down self-care as one of those important factors to embrace change. And of course, I will be closing today's topic with the self-care activity. So the first point he mentions in the article is our attitude. Our attitude about change determines our ability to work with changes our responses may differ because, like I said earlier, some of these changes bring us joy. For example, whatever society associates as positive may influence our attitude to receive certain changes with joy. For example, a job promotion, a new car, a new house, maybe a new relationship, or having a baby, a new outfit, or delicious food, we usually accept these changes readily. Whereas changes that aren't so pleasant, maybe a job loss, getting into debt, disease, loss, war, these are usually not welcomed. So how do we work with our attitude during these unpleasant changes? Well, first is accepting that we do not have control and understanding that life is all about Ebbs and flows, and third is being connected to our purpose, or giving meaning to our life. So as I mentioned, these three points, let's reflect a bit more about each point. Accepting that we do not have control shapes our attitude towards change, whoa, big one. And I struggle with this too, because There's a sense that whatever we do, we usually have an outcome, and we usually perform to the best of our capacity to influence or even manipulate the outcome. We are told, even in some of these affirmations, these positive affirmations, you could do anything you want. Now, it's all about interpretation surely we can try or attempt to do anything we want, but the outcomes or even our own expectations is what we have to keep in check. I can definitely think I can do anything. For example, I can think I can wipe this pandemic, but the reality is, how will I be able to do that? And in my control, what I could do is wear a mask, get vaccinated. These are some things that I can try or attempt, but the expectation and outcome, I'd have to be more realistic about it. So I have to let go of my control that this will completely eliminate the virus. But can I take precaution or find ways to protect myself and my family? Sure. But nothing is completely in my control, so I need to let go of that control that my actions are going to completely or 100% give me the results I want. So the key is to actually surrender and slowly dissipate that sense of control so we can accept life's ebbs and flow did I rhyme? It sounded like I did. So this leads me to the next point. Life is created with a plethora of experiences, and these experiences give us the opportunity to witness what's pleasant and what isn't, which is all perspective. Pleasant stimuli, or anything that is known to enhance our mood releases those feel-good chemicals of course I can give you the scientific terms serotonin or dopamine which are just neurotransmitters that influence or the chemicals in our brain that influence mood during the ups we experience pleasure and during the downs we witness less of the enhanced mood good thing is that this stimuli is expected. Just as the weather changes when it gets dark earlier or where there's limited sunlight, sometimes this can decrease the feel-good chemicals. I'm sure most of you heard of the seasonal affective disorder, which is applicable to what I'm saying. So how do we work with that? How do we develop coping strategies well first is creating habits that may help us such as increasing our vitamin intake or consuming foods that are high in nutritional value exercising even if it's at home you won't believe it during the pandemic my home became the gym and i had a collection of youtube fitness instructors also social connections become very important and choosing the connections that resonate with your values is highly important and for me this is a big one creativity creativity or channeling our creativity whether it's getting engaged in our hobbies or doing the simple things such as cooking if you're into singing go ahead decorating this is the time or go to your local festivals in your town based on your interest this gives you purpose and meaning and that leads me to the third point having purpose or meaning gives us perspective it allows us to understand these changes as a way to become more connected with ourselves and with our communities now this could be also in the form of service for those who value service whether it's religious spiritual or secular any form of service is beneficial and wonderful even if it's as simple as pet sitting someone's cat dog or pet iguana being of service helps us build resilience service gives us a peek into our own skills as well as cultivating humility of course we can choose what type of service we would like to engage in being of service also means removing yourself from things that are not serving you as a person There are many ways to be of authentic service. Even a smile can be a form of service because it's contagious. We definitely don't have to be fancy about it. And this allows us to cultivate a broader perspective about service. And part of service is recognizing that We are not alone in this world with our own issues or life stories. And on that note, dear challengers, I'm going to close with the self-care activity. So I hope this topic of change brought some perspective to you. I hope uh, it gives you a new way of looking at change or embracing change. And for myself as well, this gives me the opportunity to kind of look at it from these three points that I just shared. Letting go of control (laughs) and embracing life's ebbs and flow and being connected to our purpose. Okay. So now that I've given these three points, I really wanted to also talk about the change I used in my last episode for the self-care activity. Last or a couple of episodes ago, I had a challenger reach out to me. And she mentioned that I'd love to do your self-care activities, but sometimes I'm driving. And so I created a self-care activity for someone who would be driving a vehicle while listening to the podcast. Of course, only when it's safe to do so. So I would love your feedback. And if you have any questions, you know where to reach me. You can go to my website or contact me. And I'll provide that information after the self-care activity. So sit tight. As we now move into the self-care activity to help us shift perspectives, enhance our mood, increase those feel-good chemicals, let's take a moment. To become present by learning new ways of implementing self-care into our daily routine. So to begin with, I'll start with the sense of taste. I've been using these cloves as a form of breath freshener or just to add to my normal diet because these are packed with nutrients that are essential for us during this time. It's a great antioxidant, it's great for the liver, it has antiviral, antibacterial properties, so it's got a lot of the good stuff. Okay, now moving on to the scents. Of smell. I've been really enjoying this scent from Bath & Body. It's called Snickeroodle. And Snickeroodle is also the favorite type of cookie. I love it. It's so delicious. And so Bath & Body carries this scent and it's in my living room, kitchen. It smells so good that I almost want to eat it. And snickeroodle is made of butter and cinnamon sugar, so it's my favorite fall season flavor. So decorate your home or your living space with your favorite scent. You can either go to Bath & Body or anywhere to pick up your favorite scent that you enjoy during the season. Now moving on to the sense of touch. And for me, what comes to mind is something that I wear these days that's not super heavy or warm or light. And where I work, my office is super cold, at least for me, 70 is not cold for a lot of folks. But when the thermostat is down to 70, I tend to freeze. So I carry this little cardigan with me, which is nice and warm. It's not heavy. It's just right. And I chose burgundy as my color right now for the fall season. So choose something that you like to wear that gives you enough warmth. Something that you can remove afterwards when it gets warmer outside. Now moving on to our visual sense. So this one I wanted to get a bit more creative. I wanted you challengers to close your eyes or you don't have to, you can keep your eyes open, is to visualize something that reminds you of fall, an icon, or color, something that visually Represents the fall season. And as you're thinking of this icon, think about the feelings associated with it. Do you welcome this particular symbol during this time? How does it make you feel? Does it make you happy? Does it make you uncomfortable? Whatever feelings come up, Let it come up. For me, I think of a color, and especially orange. (laughs) Isn't that surprising? But there are different variations of orange, and for me, I admire the darker orange. The orange that has a bit more brown, or a hint of brown. So it's very classy and I have an orange throw blanket on my coverlet so it's really nice it gives the room a bit of the fall ambiance. it's the season and to remind us about our auditory sense which you've been hearing me for the past 20 minutes I'd like you to find something during this time that reminds you of this season or change, even about this topic. Whatever this musical piece may be, what is the mood? Is this music uplifting? Is this music sad? But why is it pertinent for you to listen to it and why do you enjoy it? With that being said, dear challengers, I hope you enjoyed today's topic as well as a self care activity. Please reach out to me or contact me at holistictransformations.com and it's spelled with a W H. O-L-I-S-T-I-C-T-R-A-N-S, the number four, M-A-T-I-O-N-S dot com. We are evolving daily here at Challenge Me for You. Be well, be safe, peace.